Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Be ye merciful, Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon in peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Tonight's Psalms are Psalm 19 on page 363, and then we will move over to Psalm 126 on page 505. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another. There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them. Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words to the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a giant to run his course. He goeth forth from the uttermost part of the heaven, and runneth about unto the end of it again, and there is nothing hid from the heat of thereof. The law of the Lord is an undefiled law, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them there is a great reward. Who can tell how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from the secret faults. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me so shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense. 
Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Psalm 126 on page 505. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Siam, then we were like unto them that dream. Then was our heart, our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with joy. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already, wherein we rejoice. Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth on his way weeping, and beareth forth good seed, shall doubtless come again with joy, and bring his sheaves with him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 54th chapter of Isaiah. Sing, O barren, you who have not born, Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth, and will not remember the repro reproach of your widowhood any more. For your Maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieving in spirit. Like the youthful wife when you have, when you were refused, says, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but the great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment. But with the everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. For this is like the water of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the water of Noah would go no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you, for the mountain shall not depart and the hill be, hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with, joy, with colorful gems, and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles like of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls a precious stone. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall the peace of your and great shall be the peace of your children. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. 
He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 13th verse of the 10th chapter of St. Mark. Then they brought the little children to him, that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for as such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms and laid his hands on them and blessed them. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go and sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at the word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter into the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying amongst themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. And Jesus answered and said, As surely I say to you, There is no one who has left house, nor brother, nor sister, nor father, nor mother, nor wife, nor children, nor lands, for my sake and the gospels, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But those who are first will be last, and the last first. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who out of the mouths of babes and sucklings has ordained strength and made us infants to glorify thee by their deaths, mortify and kill all vices in us, and so strengthen us by thy grace, that by the innocency of our lives and constancy of our faith, even unto death, we may glorify thy holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. In our readings today, we see a contrast between God's plan for children and Jesus' attitude towards children in contrast with the, the horrendous atrocity perpetuated on the children by Herod. Um, the male babies two and under were slaughtered in Bethlehem and in the surrounding areas. And I just wanted to mention some things about that because as I was reading, some things came up, and I don't know if you'll ever run into this. It, this, this, uh, episode is only mentioned in Matthew, and uh, it's not supported by outside historical accounts. So some of the critics will take that, um, will take that as that this didn't really happen. And uh, the explanation that I read that I liked the best is that um, kind of comes to each gospel had an audience it was directed to. So Matthew was primarily, primarily written to the Jews, and fulfillment of prophecy would be of greatest importance to them. So this would be a really important event for Matthew to include. Mark was written with the Romans in mind in fulfillment of 
excuse me, prophecy would not be as important to the Roman mind. And uh, power and kingship of Christ was what they would be looking at. And, and the main out, outside historian that we used to um, verify biblical kind of things that happened in New Testament was Josephus. He was a Jewish historian and likely a Pharisee. And to include this event would require an explanation of why the children um, died. And he probably had the thought as he had as, with his belief system as a Pharisee and his desire to please Rome, he would probably avoid any references to the massacre. So just, um, I think um, it makes most sense that Matthew did include this episode and it is an important actual episode that happened. So just in case somebody ever argues with you about that. So Herod Antipas was uh, Herod the great son and Jesus called him a fox. And I think that would re re uh, also fit uh, Herod the great too. And you might remember he's the one that um, beheaded John the Baptist. And so I think he's, one thing we know, another thing we know about Herod is this would fit right in his character or say lack of character to have these children murdered. So it's it's kind of a, I don't know about you, I have a rough time. I struggle a little bit with having a feast day and thinking about the babies dying. But um, I think this is where what we get from our passages today, especially in evening prayer, is that in Isaiah, the prophets commanding uh, Israel to prepare for the day when they're back from captivity and uh, their, their inhabitants of Israel become so many that they have to expand their land. And uh, he mentions that their children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. And so while we don't see that in this particular episode in Matthew, we see that this is what is coming. And in Matthew, we see that the um, people brought the children to be blessed by Jesus. And of course, the disciples were trying to discourage them. And, and Jesus, you know, not always do we see this, but he seems like he became a little incensed at that. And it was common for Jewish parents to bring uh, their children to a prominent uh, rabbi for, or teacher for a blessing for their children. So Jesus did rebuke his disciples in their intent to um, attempt to prevent the children from seeing him. And he did bless them and uh, laid his hands on them and blessed them. So um, he also brought up a concept that I think it's important for us to remember that we need to accept the kingdom of heaven as little children, which is trusting and, and not in our own righteousness, because the children really didn't know, you know, that they were all that, so to speak. They, they didn't know that. And so that's what we need to get to is where we rely on God himself. So this is kind of in contrast to just before in the passages in Mark, he's talking about divorce. I mean, excuse me, in, in our passage in Matthew, he's talking about divorce. And if you, and, you know, if you even think about doing something, you might as well have done it because you already did it. Because um, anyway, it's, um, it, it was really stern is what I was, the teaching was very hard for people trying to follow the law. And so right on the other side of that is that um, he had this tenderness and tenderness for the children. So um, we would think sometimes that maybe that something is more important than what's going on with children. Like, uh, you know, I have to give the sermon where these kids make a noise. Um, it's really important that Jesus has shown us that number one, children are really important and also for us to be, to accept the gospel as little children. So, I have a couple of conclusions and um, kind of thinking of a Western or you know, like a movie where the bad guy's holding a hostage and he says, if you don't do that, I will kill them and it's on you. And it's really not on you, it's on the bad guy who's the bad guy. So my conclusion is God isn't evil, men are evil. 
And God didn't kill the babies in Bethlehem. Evil men did. And so maybe a question people have is, why didn't God step in to prevent the killing of the babies? And it's good to maybe remember at that point that men have been evil for many years. And you'll remember as we went through morning prayer in, in the Old Testament, they, they made their children pass through the fire uh, to, to worship the uh, idol Molech. And so a lot of evil, evil things have been happening for a really long time. And we know that God will step in. But when he does, it's game over. And so um, it, it's the big step in. So his will is moving us towards that day when he will intervene. In the meantime, our, our duty is um, our, our duty is to, and then I'm, I left it blank. Our duty is, and I'm going to let you fill in the blank because that's something you'll find with prayers. What is your duty to God? And the last thing I wanted to point out was if you look around you, you look around, you know, what, what we're living in, this is not what we're hoping for. This is just where we wait until our hope comes. So let's continue with the intercession on page 590 and accept O Lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our intercessions. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's continue with the thanksgiving on uh, 591. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit, for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us and to give us grace to show our thankfulness and severe, sincere obedience to his laws. Through whose merits and intercession we receive them all, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Barb, as well. Good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, Bye -bye. friends.